Welcome to the Worthy Journey Podcast, where we are authentic, honest, and somewhat hilarious. I'm your host, Tia Tintin. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Worthy Journey. Today's episode is called Living Heart Forward. So living in such a way that we are bringing our heart with us. And I want to really dive into this and talk about this today because I, over the years and years, I have matured, I've gained wisdom, but I came from a place really of hiding my heart, really of hiding who I was, my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, and thinking that that was healthy. And over time, in being in community who value each other, being in these safe places, I have learned that not only is it okay for me to bring my heart forward, it's actually necessary as I grow, as I connect, as I build business, as I do mission work, as we just live life, as people just get to know me, there's this truth that I can't stay hidden. As I was thinking about talking about this today, the first visual that came to mind was thinking about the Earth's layers. And I, I just did a tiny bit of research, but there's eight layers of, of the Earth, and then there's five layers of the Earth's atmosphere. I was like, oh man, I can so see it. Because not only am I talking about living heart forward, like if your heart was behind, but like I felt like over these years, my heart has not only come forward, or in process of coming forward, but it's come up through all these layers, like through all the layers of, of the earth. It's come up from this deep place of hiddenness being walled up and it's come up and come forward. If you can relate to that, you know, if you're on that side of the spectrum where you're like, wow, I, I actually have to choose to allow people in. I'm actually more comfortable. I would prefer to keep people out even though my deep desire is for connection. If you have been in that place or you know that place, um, this podcast is for you because that's definitely an aspect of my journey that I have walked through. If maybe you, you're the opposite, you, you know, you wear your heart on your sleeve and you don't have any understanding of how people can hide away and let everyone, how do they not know what you think? You know, like if that's you, then maybe you'll gain, you know, some wisdom and some insight and how to love those people that you come across who seem hidden or who seem, seem standoffish, or maybe you don't know how to approach them. You don't know what they're thinking. So living heart forward, coming up and coming out with your heart, with your thoughts, with your feelings, and with your emotions. Back to the layers of the earth and the earth's atmosphere, there's where where do we live? We live on one part of all of those layers. And if we tried to live all the way in at the earth's core and just stayed there, that's not a good environment for us to, to live in. We would die. And if we try to go all the way up to the highest of the atmosphere and the exosphere, we couldn't survive there. That's not viable land for our bodies to exist without help. I just relate it so much to our heart and it's finding this balance with living heart forward that I am not going to bury my heart under miles and miles of dirt and dust and ground and rocks and rubble, but I'm actually, and I'm, and I'm not going to live 
so high up that I am so exposed in such a way that it's dangerous. But I want to find this beautiful ground that is created for me to thrive in. So coming up to the surface and being vulnerable, living heart forward is allowing emotions to actually come up to the surface. Get out of the subconscious into the conscious brain and be present. Even though there's emotions that we don't want to deal with or thoughts that we don't like, but being able to acknowledge them, to live with others knowing your heart. So being known, this alone is vulnerable. It's a risk to allow people to get to know you. And that is a very vulnerable thing because these people that you're allowing close to you have the prime opportunity to hurt you. You know when you don't even know where a belief came from, you don't feel like anybody taught it to you, but it's it's there. It exists within your thinking, within your functioning. And so my belief was I didn't want to tell people what caused me pain in relationships, or what hurt my heart because I felt like I was handing them the bullets to one day shoot. If I tell you what makes me tick, if I tell you what hurts me, if I tell you these things, I am giving you the very bullets to one day come after me and to hurt me. And in some relationships, this is true. If you have ever experienced someone stabbing you in the back or misusing the information you gave them out of a place of trust, then you can completely agree. And like, yeah, people hurt you. People betray you. You know, I forget people. I hate people. I don't want people in my life. And to you, I'd say, don't run the other way and never trust people again, because that's just living in your woundedness and hiding yourself from the world. Living and staying. It's like choosing to stay being tortured, choosing to stay and living in that place of woundedness out of fear, of pain of what could come, and really then hiding yourself away from the world. And the world needs what you have to offer. So in this place, choosing differently, choose different people, learn why you gravitate to the people that you have gravitated to. In the past, look, what's the pattern that I'm operating in? Who are the people that I am constantly drawing close to myself? And learn about yourself. As we learn, actually, as we have the revelation of why I do what I do, or I I can see with open eyes the choices that I'm making and the positive or negative outcomes that they're having in my life, then I have the ability to choose differently. It's when we don't want to see it, we don't want to acknowledge it, we don't want to examine it because it's too painful. That's when we continue in our cycle of woundedness and dysfunction. So we need to be able to be willing to learn about ourselves, really take a look, really allowing our heart to come up and come forward. And like I said, it's the first time you do that, (laughs) it can be overwhelming and just trusting, trusting that part in the process that actually, okay, I have strength. And, you know, if I don't have tools and maybe I need to go somewhere to find the tools to work through this part, because this part doesn't have to destroy my life of acknowledging my pain of looking at my patterns. But I I actually want to look at that with a really good perspective that I'm a powerful person. 
and that I am capable of working through this. And how you see you needs to change. If you are choosing people over and over and over again who are causing you incredible hurt and pain, you need to have a new perspective of the value of you. And we know that people are people and we need to allow room for them to mess up or make their own decisions. But if you are constantly picking people to be around you or even just allowing these same individuals to wander into your heart over and over again, then you need to examine you. You need to take that moment to look inside. Why? What am I not valuing about me that I am continuing to allow these people into my heart. Danny Silk has a great example that he uses in many of his teachings in his books. And it says, if someone repeatedly walked into your house with dog crap all over their shoes and you told them to take off their shoes over and over again and they never listened, you now have a choice to make in the matter. Do you continue to allow this person to walk into your house with their nasty dog crap shoes? Or do you speak up and say, hey, we don't do that here. And then you choose to limit their access to you. So you speak up and you say, hey, actually, there's a higher standard. As the person setting the standard, you then get to choose how much access they have to you. And if these people want to keep their crappy shoes on, then they can stay outside. They can stay outside the door and not come in the house. And this is such a great example for relationships and for having those boundaries and having a value for you. If you don't want to keep cleaning up crap from your carpet day in and day out and day in and day out, then we have to take a look backwards and say, okay, why am I allowing this in? Why do I keep allowing this into my life? And part of living heart forward is taking responsibility. It's taking responsibility that I play a role in this, play a huge role in my life. And that you get to say, you know, this is my life and I get to choose. I get to choose who comes in and who comes out. And I know there are people out there that are going to take this message and just run, run with it and hear the heart in this. This isn't a message of, I do whatever I want. I've been there. I've done that. I've had that attitude. I've had that heart. But this is coming from a place of value. So as I value me, I absolutely want to value you. I don't want to say I'm better than you in any way, shape, or form. I also don't want to be apologetic that I have a value and a standard for what it looks like to be in my life. And I don't know about you, but living out healthy relationships, it wasn't really modeled to me. And it's something that's so fundamental, something we all have on some level or another is relationships, yet there's been no real practical focus on just how important this is in communication and relationships and believing the best about one another and honoring each other and our tone of voice and all how all of these things actually play into having good relationships. And so growing up, you know, I, I saw people around me who wanted to do the absolute best that they could with the tools given to them. 
And I applaud them. I applaud them in that. And I also see a culture shift happening where more and more people, more and more families, they're starting to see actually there's a huge need to learn how to do this thing really, really well. That relationships are so vital and so important. And when it comes to the heart, one verse that sticks out to me is Proverbs 4.23. Most translations read it as, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. And this is what it says in the Passion Translation. It says, so above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being. From there flows the wellspring of life. Earlier I mentioned about a wall. You know, that these layers and layers over the heart have really been a wall for me. And I love how scripture talks about guard your heart, because there is a huge difference in building a wall around your heart or guarding, having a guard set before your heart. And with a wall, we're blocking out all the good and all the bad. We think that I'm going to protect my heart. For me, I just, I kind of put it away for so many years. I, you know, and I meet a lot of people too, who they just, they put their heart in a box and put it on the shelf. And, and that's just what it was. That's just where their heart lived for so long. As a people, as, as a community, we're not called to live with these walls around our heart because the lie is that we're, we're just walling out all the bad. But the truth is you're walling out all the good as well. And so what happens to your heart, this living, this living thing, your emotions, it starts to die. It starts to, it starts to become a dead heart. There's, there's no empathy. You know, you're just, you're just stuck with this dead heart when you wall it up. And what I find so incredible is that God values us so much and he believes in us so much that he has given us the authority over our own heart. And this is something that is so important. It says that this is a, a place, a wellspring, that this is such an incredibly important place that you are to set a guard over your heart, to stand guard, to stand at attention aware of who and what is entering in, who is leaving, who is coming, what emotions are coming and going from your heart. It is our job to be able to examine and stand at a guard before our heart. You have been given this authority to watch over your heart. God trusts you with you. He has given you the authority to manage you because out from this place is a wellspring of life. And what are some practical ways that you can set a guard? You can remove the wall. If there's been a wall there, if you feel like your heart has been under eight layers of, of, of the earth and it's just down there at the core and you need it to come up and to come out, I suggest prayer. The first thing is prayer. I don't want to live with a dead heart. I don't want to live the walled up heart. I actually want my heart to come forward. I want to be present in my world with my emotions. And I want to be able to start to learn to navigate that. Because like I said, that can be a messy process. And you're going to have to allow grace for yourself because you don't have it all together and you don't know everything. And you're going to learn so much about who you are. 
And then your community, those close to you, those walking on this journey with you, give them a heads up. (laughs) Communication is actually going to be your best friend. It's actually going to be so helpful because this can really take people by surprise. People are accustomed to the way that you speak to them. And when you start to choose to operate on a new operating system, that's going to cause some waves. And the waves are okay, but it's also super great to prepare pair those close to you and to know that as you walk this out, that they're not your enemy and that you don't see them as your enemy because those in your life, they could really feel targeted. They're super close to you and you're trying to navigate, you know, some new ways of living that you've never done before. Like I said, it's going to be messy just to communicate out of love. Hey, can you support me? Hey, can, can you partner with me? Hey, can you give me some some grace during this time. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm walking out new emotions I haven't felt. And I, if I hurt you, let me know it's not my heart. You know, just overly communicating in this time is going to be super beneficial for your relationships. If you hate, despise, or disdain your emotions or your own heart, you will disrupt the flow of life that needs to be flowing out of you. Like I said, how you view you really matters. And talk to yourself too. Studies have shown that your inner dialogue matters. What you are actually thinking and believing about yourself and how you're talking to yourself. Because believe it or not, we actually quietly to ourselves in our mind, we have an inner dialogue. And when we want to have a wonderful, positive life, we have to look at what's our inner dialogue look like. And I love this quote. I can't remember who it's by, but it says, you cannot have a positive life with a negative mind. And it is absolutely true. 100%. I have walked this journey of being so consumed with negative thoughts or self-hatred. You see the evidence of that in your life at that time because your inner dialogue and your mind is so negative and there is a way out and you can get out of that. And I know it feels so familiar for those of us that have struggled with that in the past or those that struggle with depression or suicidal thoughts. There is a way out. You're not destined to be stuck forever. And you are created to allow the joy to pass through your heart and the pain to pass through your heart as well. It doesn't work for us to bury our hearts and keep them off to the side. Being able to have a guard set over your heart so you can say, okay, where normally I wouldn't let pain in, I'm actually acknowledged that I need to experience that pain because it's always been there. If we stuff pain away and we push it down and we push it down, it doesn't get rid of it. It just ignores it. So what do we have to do? We become so numb in that part of our heart so that we don't feel that pain anymore. Or we become so numb in our thinking. Our We watch our thinking also become so negative in that way. Undealt pain is will result in negative thinking. It will result in negative outlooks and perspectives. But when we start to deal with our pain, we allow our pain to have a place in our heart. It actually will start to provide hope. And it seems so opposite and it seems so weird, but it's so true because I'm looking at my pain as something like, you know what? I'm going to make it through that. It's painful right now. And not every day do I hold the hope, but the majority of the time, I know I'm going to get through this. And I'm thankful that I'm not alone. 
I encourage you in this season of allowing your heart, your emotions, your thoughts to come up some layers and for your heart to come forward. Not knowing what to do with your emotions is not weakness and trying to navigate new waters is not weakness. Step into this place of vulnerability, of healing, and having this God-given authority that you have to guard your heart, to guard it and to not wall it up. Thank you all for listening. You are worthy on your journey. And until next time, thanks for joining us on The Worthy Journey.